Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. Usually I post my weekly podcast at the end of the week, but I wanted to do so early this week so that I could comment on the horrible events that took place yesterday on Shabbat, as I record this on Sunday, in Colleyville, Texas. The horrible situation, which, thank God, ended peacefully for the four hostages, and they were unharmed physically and hopefully are able to uh, recover emotionally from this horrible event that took place. So many thoughts are in my mind, and, and I want to share them. First of all, there's a blessing we say in our tradition, Baruch HaTov HaMetiv, blessed be God who is good and does good. And it's a blessing that we're supposed to say upon hearing good news. And I said it with a full heart when I heard the news that all of the hostages had been released. Baruch HaTovah Metiv, blessed be God who is good and does good. But no matter how much good God wants to do in the world, it depends upon human beings to make it happen. And the truth is that in addition to the prayers and the faith that was shown by so many people of so many different faiths around this nation and around the world, the key to the hostage situation ending as it did was in fact the response the response from uh, law enforcement, the response from the FBI, from the hostage negotiating teams, the, the, from everything we hear from the way that the hostages themselves dealt with this situation, including perhaps especially Rabbi Charlie Citroen Walker, who were able to keep calm enough through this situation so that it could play out and play out positively. I think that's a very important point to make, and I want to explain why. There's no question that there's an increase in anti-Semitism in this nation. There's no question that our elected officials, our community leaders, could be more proactive in addressing the rhetoric and the threats of anti-Semitism. But the truth is that when push comes to shove, when the moment is needed, we are protected in this country to the extent that is humanly possible. People care, and we are, in fact, blessed in this nation by having, again, the first responders, the FBI, the law enforcement, respond to events of anti-Semitism as they would events taking place against any other community. And this is something we can't forget. Yes, anti-Semitism is getting worse in this country, and again, there could be more proactive response. I know that the Ann Arbor City Council uh, tomorrow evening, on Monday evening, is going to be presented with and voting on a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. These kinds of statements are important, and they should be more proactive statements of this kind. But what the, the, the truth is that we are blessed in this country to be protected by by the, again, the authorities who, who treat crimes against the Jewish people as they would crimes against any other people. And in that sense, we're blessed. And I don't think we can forget that. Because although anti-Semitism is, is, is deepening and growing, I still believe that we, are, we have the, the support of the institutions of our, of our country and the vast majority of people in our country. Second point I want to make is about Rabbi Charlie Citroen Walker. I don't know him. I've read some about him. I know that one of his passions was interfaith work. 
and bringing together people of different faiths. And that he, uh, I, I share that same passion. I think that there are people who will look at this circumstance, and I've already seen it. I've seen it in some of the responses in the, in, on the internet to articles, and I've heard people say, this shows that that does no good. It doesn't do any good to reach out to people because you can still be victimized. The fact is that if you paid attention to the response of the community around Fort Worth and the community around the nation, you heard people from all faiths responding to this and standing with those four hostages and standing up for the very values that Rabbi Citron Walker worked for, the idea and works for, thank God continues to work for, I'm sure, the idea of bringing people together and, and, and bringing and bridging the gaps with between our religious faith. It is so important. It is such important work. This morning, I had uh, the privilege of teaching, as I planned to do, as part of a class in a local uh, church here in Ann Arbor, a local congregation. And I said to the group that had gathered for my class this morning that to me, this is one of the responses to any act of hatred or persecution or bigotry, whether it's anti-Semitism or anybody is being the victim. One of the things we need to do is we need to cross over borders. We need to walk into churches. We need to be present in mosques. We need to invite people into our synagogues. We need to stand together and, and learn together and work together. And that that's one of the ways in which we can not only combat combat the effects of persecution, but avoid it in our own hearts to get to know each other better and get to learn from each other better. So I hope and pray that Rabbi Citron Walker continues his work, as all of us should, in bringing people together and not allowing the threat of anti-Semitism to cause us to retreat into our, ourselves and into our communities and not feel part of this nation. And finally, one other point in that regard regarding synagogues. There's no question that synagogues should be a place of comfort. And it, it, I, I go back to a lesson I learned from my father, Olava Sholem. I grew up in, outside of Boston. I grew up in Boston. Or I should be very careful about that. I grew up in Boston. Our synagogue was in, in Brookline, which is a town next to the, the city of Boston. Uh, and my father would never go down to the street, Harvard Street, the center of the Brookline Jewish community, and in essence, the center of the Boston Jewish community at the time and still today, would never go down to Harvard Street to go to the butcher or the bakery or whatever without stopping in the synagogue. The synagogue was his home, and he would go there, and even if he only went there to, to, to kibitz with somebody, the fact is, to chat with somebody, the fact is that it was his home. It was a place where he felt comfortable. And in all of the years since I've become a rabbi, we've seen over and over again the adjectives that people want to use to describe their synagogue. They want to say it's a warm, welcoming, Hamish, home-like place. Uh, and, and to me, that is the essence of a synagogue. It should be a place where we feel comfortable, where we feel safe, where we feel secure, where we feel we're among people whom, whom we want to know and we want to share with. And so it is particularly painful 
Uh, it's painful when events like this take place wherever they take place, but when they take place in a community's house of worship, and in this case, when they take place in the synagogue, there's an extra part of pain that you feel because people's home is being invaded. And people should feel comfortable in their home. People should feel comfortable in their place, safe and secure. Having said that, and I believe it with all of my heart, I also believe that we can push that too far when we say we only want the synagogue to be a place of comfort. The synagogue should be a place of challenge too. It should be a place which challenges us to, to do more in terms of our Jewish observance, to study more Torah, to, to, to observe more of the mitzvot, more of the commandments, and to challenge ourselves to be better people. And being a better person, as I said before, I think requires us not only to care about ourselves, but to care about the community at large. But the challenge is to be better people. A synagogue should be a comfortable place. It should be a place where we can put our feet up, uh, probably uh, metaphorically, but put our feet up and feel at home. But it has to be a place of challenge as well. And so the idea that we want to use our synagogues as places to retreat from the world is not good enough for me. It's a place where we should feel safe and comfortable so that we can challenge ourselves to be better people and better part of 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 our communities at large. So, Baruch HaTov HaMetiv, blessed be God who is good and does good, that this situation resolved in the way that it did. I pray for Rabbi Charlie and for the entire community that they will heal from this and that they will continue their commitments as we should continue ours of not only feeling safe within our place, but continue to reach out and to be to be secure enough in who we are and optimistic enough and idealistic in many ways about the future to wisely and carefully, but sincerely and with great effort, be part of a greater world, which I believe is there, for, is there to support us as well. Until next time, thank you.